the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Swoosh Life Podcast. Every every time I like to do a different one. So, but we are back. This is episode 16, boys. 29, 30, 30. We did 29 yeah, you're, you're last 29. Week. I remember because I went 29. We are on 30. We are holy uh, crap. Uh, the back pains are gonna start soon, guys. We're 30. We tied um, last year's record. Yeah, we, we did 15 30. <laughs> so we are here. We're still going strong. Ain't no end in sight. Um, but we are back after a, a good weekend. It's starting to warm up here everywhere we go. And uh, Keith went where it's really warm. Sorry for my Arnold Palmer barking in the background, of, of, if you guys can hear that. Uh, Keith went where it's really warm to Florida. I played a couple times. Matt played some times. Like, boys, how was the weekend? It was great. Florida was amazing. Warm, hot. Didn't want to come back to Connecticut because it's still 65 degrees and windy here. Terrible playing conditions up here. But Florida, I got to play once. Went to the range a couple times before the round, which was pretty sweet a couple days before. When it was like a late night, uh, like 8 o'clock at night range session, oh, it was the best thing ever. And it was like 10 minutes away from the house, but Florida was great. Went to Disney with the wife. It was just the wife and I, so it was it was a great time. Wait, you were in Orlando? Tampa, but I went to Orlando too, of oh, course, to go to Disney. Because I was in Orlando. I was in Orlando from uh, Sunday until as of this morning. So, But I, I was slammed with work. And uh, you know how slammed I was? Is I actually had a Nike outlet next to my hotel. Oof. And I couldn't go because Sunday we were setting up all day. Monday at the event all day. And then I flew out this morning before the store opened. And I was actually looking for a flight. I'm not kidding. I was going to swap my flight because I'm like, it's within walking distance. I got to see. I got to see because I had some success in Georgia, but it didn't work out. I but I did get there. I did get one round of golfing and it was pretty good. Got my brother. I uh, got my buddy Chris Brown out. He played hooky from work, left his uh, our other friend Rodney because they work together. So it's hilarious because when one takes off to like go golfing with us, like the other one has to pick up the slack, but they barely work anyways. They're probably listening to the podcast right now. doing. Let's hope their bosses aren't though. <laughs> <laughs> well uh well, working hard. their bosses are closet nike golf fans and listen to our podcast and we just incriminated them for not working and playing hooky oh man well here's the good thing though here's the great thing about it my friend chris brown has lived in anonymity for like most of his life like his street address growing up even sounded like a fake phone number because he was he lived on 5555 north blah 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 I'm not gonna <laughs> the street name but the, the dude's the most inconspicuous chris brown you'll ever find so hey go ahead and take a guess but yeah so I, then i got to golf so it was great got out and then also you know we got rained out on friday played golf on saturday so i ended up going to see dr strange but i will let gumby dr strange i did see dr strange friday night as well what's uh, your ranking out of five cloaks one to five cloaks i'm a two and a half I'm at like a 2.753. Yeah, no spoilers here. We're not that kind of podcast, but uh, but I I liked it. I don't like horror movies. This was like their first foray into it, and they cannot, they could just 
stop here and I'd be very happy because it's just not for <laughs> me. Um, there was a couple like jump scares and stuff like that. And it's, it's nothing that like, even thinking back, like when I was younger and why I don't like horror movies is, you know, wild imagination and stuff like that. I don't think that would give me nightmares. There's some creepy stuff, but there's nothing like bad. Um, but it just like, I don't know if it was too hyped up or not, but the, I think the, tra- the trailer did like a lot to just like it was. You could watch that trailer and just know what happens in that movie, you know? Yeah, a little I, bit. I don't know. There's some other stuff, but like, so I don't know. And I think I think Marvel fans. And this is not a Marvel podcast, but <laughs> Marvel fans are are concerned about like the direction of Phase Four, and I think you have to just. It's really hard to rebuild after such a big like thing and um and that's what they're trying to do and i think they're i think they're slowly doing it i think unfortunately slow is tough for people after how quickly we built to the other worlds you know like but it 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 took a while when you think about it 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 really did take a while though because i heard the first iron man from the first iron man i mean we're talking about you know that was the culmination of three phases but i'm kind of with you it, when you if you know sam raimi who was the director yeah not only did he do the old spider-man movies nine years ago but he also did the evil dead so it's actually there is like a little bit of you know you've got a sorcerer and you've got a witch like yeah. it, you know the horror theme kind of worked but the reason i'm at like at the three and i think you kind of nailed a lot of the themes and there's some stuff that i think are just like cheap tactics at this point um you know there's stuff that you see in the trailer you get excited about and then you kind of eh. You know, it, it, there really wasn't the payoff there, but I guess, and this is just me as a comic book fan and kind of where it left off is like, you go from something that's like very visceral and real, you know, quote unquote, real for a comic book movie in like Captain America, Iron Man, Save the Earth, pretty straightforward stuff, right? And then, you know, yeah. I like the Silver Surfer growing up, but anytime like you got into like the cosmic stuff and it's on such a grand scale yeah. And now you're with sorcery and multiverses and, and witches that can snap their fingers and make you disappear. It's hard, yeah. It's such a grand scale that it's even more unbelievable and it's hard to latch onto. And the, the scale is so big, again, that it makes you minimize what you just watched for the first three phases. And that's the last thing I'm going to say because, like, right, like, that's everybody's like, hey, hey, Doctor Strange, why don't you just open a portal and, and cut? Thanos's hand off like, like it could have been that easy it didn't need to take 13 movies um prior so you know that's that's the double-edged sword that they have to play they have to go bigger but also not make the earlier stuff look like garbage. right so that's the Which is why i think Shang, like, something like shang chi worked really well right it was a great like story great fun lots of action all that stuff so um but i did sleep fine enough to then go play golf twice on saturday and once on sunday as well so 36 how you feeling 708 i feel great actually it was quite quite interesting because i thought the body would break down a little bit and played 708 in the morning walking um the club walking around yeah in a walking around and then i got asked to play turning stone after two which is a really nice course top 100 uh the harder one kahulia and Ended up shooting 83 in the morning and 88 in the afternoon. Uh, so I felt pretty good about that. I did fall apart at the end. I got tired. Like I I needed some food. I needed something other than my Gatorade that I'd been drinking like the whole day because I drank the same Gatorade almost all day. Um, 
because I had like little stick packets and I kept putting them in water bottles. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. And then I end up uh, 85 on Sunday morning as well. So a pretty good round handicaps going up a bit, but not, not terribly. It's a, it's a 10.4 right now. Feeling good about that. Um, I'm also getting a little bit of FOMO of like missing out on some stuff at the club this year. I know I'm going to be missing like Keith and I are missing member guests. I cannot take Keith, uh, mainly because member guest application was due this week or last week. And, um, then I just kind of had to let it go by cause we're just not going to be around, but that is such like a fun event here. And, and next year, um, Keith and I will, will compete in it. I, I know that for sure. So that'll be really fun and it'll be a good time, but yeah, I'm, was happy to play body hang out hung out well again two two like riding rounds one walking um <clears throat> no golf league for me last week though we got rained out boys on wednesday so tomorrow aka today when you're listening to this it's first night of golf league at erie first night thursday is first night of golf league at the club i'm ready to go i'm ready to go this is we're gonna bring back the uh, wednesday night videos Wednesday well, night videos may come back. Now that the pandemic's not, I'm not going to call it over, but like I felt <laughs> bad posting about golf and having a good time while other people were like in, Locked in their closet. Like, yeah, I was, I felt really weird. Well, about that. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people picked up golf during the pandemic. No, and I, you, and so. I know, but it was, it was so hard to like, Imagine if a nurse is watching me just like out there having a great time and they're just dealing with the like, oh, just well, so thank you to all of our service providers and workers during during that those times and whatnot. And still during this time, you know, appreciate a quick story to share. My wife is a healthcare worker and, you know, her world went upside down and she's wearing all these all the PPE and, you know, used to be walking to work and a different workplace. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm out gallivanting um traveling and stuff and playing golf so yeah 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 it's uh it's put a little bit of strain i'm like hey 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 if, if the roles were reversed i'd be happy for you i'd be happy that one of us got to enjoy the summer so god i'm a jerk all right <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think it's it's good it, it's fun but um so yeah, we had a good weekend. We got some golf coming up maybe this weekend. Um, I think maybe once for me, but that's it. We have a lot of yard work around the house to do. So I got to do this some husbandly and uh, some house duties before golf this weekend. It's just unfortunate, like the way that it happens. But we're also gone the following two weeks. So that's really like a bummer. That's what I'm most like not happy about. Memorial Day is my weekend to golf. Like, I love that. We have a wedding this year. So it so got too many weddings dude you got to start breaking some of these couples for this summer it's crazy so yeah just start um, just start like a burner account and start breaking them up or so they delay the weddings but uh, yeah it seems like after all the barstool stuff with burner accounts that came out this week i don't know if i want to even touch burner accounts you know i don't i you know i didn't even pay attention to that stuff but it seems like the weather is breaking here yeah, uh, but you won't get to enjoy it too much in the next two weeks. You got your golf league, so I'm not going to feel I, too exactly. I got two nights of golf league, so I get at least an 18 in every single week now, which is yeah, that's which is quite nice. So, um, you know, I think I had a goal that I wanted to get under five handicap. I think that's crazy to drop five points in the summer, but um, 
don't know. People also think look at me like I'm stupid for doing that because maybe the maybe this new and, iron set. Well, mm-hmm. I know that too. But like uh people are just like, well, why would you want a lower handicap when you're playing like a league and stuff like that? You know, because you kind of get screwed over when you have to play these like guys that are worse and can still make par and then you're given two strokes or whatever. Yep. But it's still like been like always a point of pride. I just want to play better, you know, like there's just always better. So absolutely uh, now speaking of always better we've had a busy week in swoosh news swoosh news so Coming swoosh to news uh, it, it was kind of a it was kind of a topic that you guys used to do last season and we touched on it we're going to bring swoosh news back after we do our recaps we got to do some swoosh news and it was a busy week so uh really good news pga tour superstore online and in stores restocked on jordan ones a uh, big way that we could tell the Facebook forums, uh, y'all went crazy with the restock in a good way, actually. And I, I wanted to do a topic about reselling and stuff like that, but we're going to move that for another week. We're going to save that mm. topic. But it was really heartwarming to see how many dudes like picked up extra pairs and said, hey, I just want to I want to move them for cost. I want to move them for cost, make sure everybody gets their Jordan 1Gs and stuff like that. So that was really cool to see. Another really cool, one of our favorites, Nike N7 athlete, Gabby Lemieux. Congrats to you for qualifying for the U.S. Women's Open. Very, very cool. And in other news related to U.S. Open qualifying, uh, this has been all over now. I saw this today, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Some dude. From the get-go. Yeah, and I'm going to steal this from Blake Sledge. Blake Sledge. Blake Sledge. He said this is either the, the, the I'm sorry, this is actually from my buddy George. Also, they also said exactly the same thing. They both said, hey, this is either the greatest thing ever or the best thing ever. And what happened was a gentleman lost a fantasy league bet and then was forced, quote unquote, forced to go to a U.S. Open qualifier and compete. I think he managed four pars, but overall he shot 113. So I read the, have good I read the article and a little bit more context. Dude got lost on the way to the first tee. He was on 10 and had and showed up like six minutes late to the first tee. Um, and immediately like took two balls off of the first tee because of, of whatnot. Um, uh, and then like the caddy was also one of the guys from the league as well. And so there was just a lot like to it. Um they sort of apologize, but our, our question to you guys and, and to the listeners is, is this the greatest like penalty ever? You get to play in the U.S. Open qualifier. You never know. Or is it really like rude to, uh, you know, golfers and, and alike that putting someone in the field like that and kind of breaking you from your rhythm and everything? Um, <clears throat> I always play better when there's someone worse than me in a group. So, uh, when I like have to play with like someone who's not as good or, or a beginner, I tend to play really, really well. So I think it's fine, but that's just me. I also don't play really well in, in competition golf anyways. So I'm probably going to shoot one twelve no matter what, even if I was better than this guy. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's fine. I think it's funny. I rather do that than eat, you know, pancakes at a IHOP. So that's my take on it. First off, I just want to say like, what, what a league that's the last place prize. And you get to go try to qualify for us open. I would die for that. Yeah. Like here, take my, all my money in my league. Let me come in last place. Right. 
I know, but it's just well. That's the thing is they had. Don't you have to have ins like because isn't it hard to even get into a qualifier? Like I think if if you pay the right if you pay the entry fee, I think you're you're fine. I, well, I do. there Especially is in the US Open where anybody can qualify. There is a requirement for handicap. You got to have a certain handicap. Yeah. So that, yeah. Now that being said, they might have pencil whipped the handicap. That's what some people have posited that you might have just put in some fake scores to get the handicap low enough to qualify. Yeah. Mm. You know, I think and, right there is a. You, you still have to have a handicap though, handicap. which means you have to have a gin, which means you right. still have to pay for that. <laughs> like it's it's quite there's there's a lot of depth to this that. I would assume that this dude's just a golfer in general and just like 100, uh, 112 is not a terrible score. It's not like you've never golfed before. You're just golfing in a, in a U.S. Open qualifier. It's going to be hard. You know what I mean? Like we shoot 90s and 100s on our bad days. Like I, I completely get it, you know, but um, <laughs> no, I'm with you. I think it's pretty cool though. Like I would definitely yeah. – would like to try that one day in my life <laughs> to do that. We, so here I am. I just need to play twice a week. Like Gummy's going to be playing in the league, <laughs> two, two leagues. I'll be living the go. dream. <laughs> living the dream over here. I love it. No, you know, I, I'm kind of torn on it too because on one hand, all right, it's kind of funny, haha, right? I also think too, even if the dude's shooting 112, I think there's a lot of folks that are being out there and say, well, the playing partner should be able to shut that out. The like whoever, whoever's playing mm-hmm. alongside them. You still got to focus on yourself and your game. You got to have like that tiger focus, only focus on your ball, right? However, at some point when you're shooting 112, you're slowing down pace of play. Yeah. You know, you're hitting two to three shots while they're waiting and stuff like that. It's a little obnoxious, I would say, because yeah. I think that there are people out there who, and you can look at this very sarcastically. But it's very true because if we talk about Gabby, right, her livelihood is tied to this. You make it to the U.S. Open and all of a sudden you get all kinds of points. Right. And you get you might be able to get some kind of tour status or you might be able to return based on how you finish getting into the People's Open, which, by the way, spoiler alert, I think is the second best of all the majors is the U.S. Open for this reason Mm -hmm. that you can qualify and try and get in, you know even though there's rarely a tin cup situation, but it it could happen. Right. So you're kind of affecting that other person. Let's just say, what if that person is a person like needing to get on the PGA tour, Yeah. right? They've run out of status and money and they can't make it on corn ferry. And, you know, they're trying to tin cup it in there and you're out here dilly dally and shoot a busting out a one twelve. (laughs) you know, six. I want to know the time on that round. That's, that's the last thing. But then do you think, do you think fine this is this is good for me because this person is not a threat but, but that's one person versus the rest of the field right so you can't you can't be like oh well well i'm smoking this guy i'm yeah, i'm yeah. gonna make it in right i know i know yeah well and on the other hand then you have parker cootie who is a texas senior i believe um and he has two hole in ones in the same round during the u.s open qualifier are you like what? Like you have this is total opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Someone qualifying for the USAM with two hole in or US Open, sorry, with two hole in ones, and then someone shooting one twelve because of a fantasy football bet. Like, 
what is happening? Like, Brookline's going to just be wild this year. It's going to be awesome. Well, does this set a bad precedent, too? Do you think there'll be copycats in years to come? Absolutely, unfortunately. Yeah. Because that happens. No one was doing the pancake challenge or the waffle challenge. And now everyone's doing that. It's like the only one that people do. You know, we did um, SATs or ACTs for a long time. So you had to take the SAT, which is just terrible punishment, but like hilarious. And then we did another one where you had to make a, a commercial of the, with the city that you live in, like a tourism commercial. And that was like the person that lost had to do for it for Cleveland. <laughs> so, and then the other one was we had to do, we did an ESPN style, the body like magazine calendar shoot. So the guy had to take 12 different like body style calendar, you know, um, things and, and make a calendar for everybody. So we've done a couple of like crazy ones in, in my league, which is funny, but we were, we spun off of and did the waffle one, but we did it with pizza. So you had to eat at least like, 24 slices or stay in the pizza house for 24 hours but you had to eat a slice would take off an hour so you would like need to eat like 18 slices you know so that you wouldn't be there forever (laughs) which is just like that seems worse than waffles but at the same time like there's people could go and help you you know so spoken um, like some dudes in their 20s for sure because yeah i'd have no problem i'll I'll shout out to the larry league um they're all former auto mascots um and so um from syracuse university auto the the mascot they're all former ones of those and i'm just an honorary one so shout out to those guys um uh my buddy andy is a big one in there um we have a local sort of a celebrity in that league as well as we have um tim kirchin the baseball analysis son jeff kirchin in that league because he used to be an auto and then jeff just got married this past weekend so congratulations jeff he's a radio dj in vegas so he's you know his own thing now but yeah just fun and, and jeff is the one that lost it for like two years in a row and had to take the SATs, which is hilarious so did, it, did it, wait so what were the scores no no you don't have to say uh, i think he, he had to take sat one year and act one year which is again just I you don't even know if you can get the scores back because you're technically don't like like belong there, you know, like you're over the time. Uh, Keith, any bad bets or punishments that you've uh, had to do with your friends? Oh, not that I can think of, but I remember taking the SATs and I think I just signed my name and then I walked out after. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> that was funny. I took the I took the ACT like totally unprepared. Like most things, I just kind of like showed up. I got the score and uh, I was like, oh, this ain't bad, but I think I could have done better. Like, you know, you, you know, you're like, start thinking like, man, if I had taken it again, and now that I know like what the game is like, and I had a, had a high school advisor, teacher, whatever he was, look me dead in the eye. And he's like, Matt, you take this score and you run. <laughs> he's like, you know, like, oh, okay. Thanks for the faith. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, my friends and I, you know, we never gambled. Um, it's like when we gamble on golf, we do like a buck a hole because I have a lot of degenerate gambler friends in my life and and they just get too wound up. But the hilarious thing is like when we were much younger, we would go mini golfing and loser would have to pay for Taco Bell. And we're talking like 
you know, what is it? 12, 15 bucks, but we would be jerks and run up to bill on people. And of course we were like young, poor kids. So like 30 bucks, like made or break, <laughs> made, made or broke yeah. your brain. Right now that we're older and we actually have disposable income, we're like, no, no, we'll just keep it at a dollar so we can be civil to each other. Yeah. And, I think we do dollar a whole or we do five aside and then match like, so no more than 15. And then I played $5 birdies on, um, uh, this past weekend, I had a birdie on the last, and which is Echolia is one of the harder holes, you know, courses. It's it's really tough, and eighteen is a tough hole, surrounded by bunkers, little turtle back, and then just like the craziest bunker complex that you could see. And I had a nine iron in, and I stuck it to a foot and a half, and I and I tapped in for birdie, and I ran. I was like, holy cow. Nice. And then the guy gave me five dollars um because he owed me five dollars for the birdie. Um, and I paid that to the tip to the guy that cleaned my clubs. <laughs> and so I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even see it. I just like I was just like, here you go, thanks. <laughs> so oh man, but Very good. I'm trying to think of a bet that I lost, but I can't. I just yeah. don't know. I lost a lot of money huh. in high school. We played five dollar college and everything too. Games. Weekly, yeah. Some of those hockey dudes, well, oh, but you probably, you guys probably just played pranks on each other. You probably just not bets, but yeah, pranking each other pranks, and all that yeah, stuff. Absolutely. So, in other swoosh news, uh, we're going to talk about footwear after the break. We did have two very cool releases that I know I've been waiting for both of them. You guys have definitely been waiting for mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, so first up, we are going to talk about the Vapor Quarter Zip. That's the one that I definitely because I'm I'm the king of the quarter zips. And by the way, I traveled and, you know, traveling down to Orlando, it's going to be like hot on the plane. I didn't want the long sweep quarters, but I actually did the vest, the Nike golf vest. Mm -hmm. Very nice because when you get warm on the plane, then you roll it up and you use it as a pillow. So (laughs) pro tip there for everybody. Uh, But the quarters that came out and we're just going to, we're just going to kind of, what's your favorite color? We're not going to like rank the quarter zip. It's very reminiscent of a quarter zip that came out around 2014. What's your favorite color? <laughs> so we've got uh in the dry fit uh vapor quarter zip and i'm so happy because i thought i was gonna have to pay golf poser to like ship it from overseas <laughs> it's in white black a gray color known as photon dust pretty cool with white accents i like then it's got the bright spruce which again we've got like three shades of green running around yeah, uh, here so same yeah yeah it's like bright spruce marina and wash teal are like so close to each other so bright spruce obsidian black or active pink, which is like a dark fuchsia kind of with armory navy. So uh which yeah, one's your like favorite? A... We'll go to Keith first. Black. Uh photon dust. Ooh. I can see I that. You can see the, the print a little easier with the lighter with the lighter gray. You can see the like the you know it's the vapor line, so it has like the V cut right in it. So it's like, you know, it's the vapor line. And I like Ooh. the markings on it this year. Insider, I like it. Little insider yeah. knowledge, I love yeah. it. Mr. Gumby, what are you thinking? Which one as, are you going with? As the as the person who is now, we just found out that we we're having a baby girl. So hashtag girl dad. Love it. Uh, I'm gonna Red go. Gumby. I'm gonna go with the active pink armory navy. I, I like that. It's like a. It's not like pink. It's like a. It's very yeah. much of a wine color. I like that. Like a, like Ooh, a, that was my second choice. Wine. And I like that like that color and it looks that kind of color that purplish like like color looks good on me 
I don't have enough polos or look or colors of that. And it looks good when I wear it. I do look good in it. I wore one in down Mexico one time. I wore a polo like that color. Nice. Um, and I really like that look. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. The armory pink, um, for myself. I'm having a hard time here. Like I'll definitely like, if I see them in the outlet, I'll get every single one, but I think I'm going to go with the bright obsidian just because or bright spruce with the obsidian. That's just for me, like a really good color. I do like that uh, the sleeves are a little bit darker and really, really nice touch. Nike, you know, because we've been hard on them. So I want to, you know, give them their props. The stripes are only on the front part. Mm-hmm. They don't go all the way around the back. So you don't get kind of that rounding I effect. The back collar as well. Yeah, swoosh right in the middle of the back. Yeah, like Great that. placement on Whoops. that. I absolutely love it. So. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think pink or the photon dust would be my second choice. Uh, it, it's really really tight there. I'm okay, out on so these. I can't buy them. They don't have my size, so I'm out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, Nike, make some, make some, make some for our guy. Here. I, I don't know if they have them and I just don't get them early enough, or if they're just, just crossed out. It seems like they just yeah, because they're it just seems like they're never available. Like they look like they have them because they show the size. But it just seems like it's never like available, and I kind of just don't understand that because well, it's it interesting all the time. And I'm like, it just released. I know I'm one of the first friggin' people looking at this. You know, like how can we be gone of them already? But here. well, that was the interesting thing for me is that our next product that we're going to talk about, which we all ice called the gem of the spring collection. And I think you guys were kind of in agreement. The Morse code polo dropped the tiger woods polo, the one that Scotty Scheffler was wearing at the masters and the tiger wore a version at the masters. Uh, the lines are actually Morse code indicative of his scoring throughout all 72 holes of his first major win in 1997 at a little place known as Augusta national at the masters. And the black, it's interesting because when I see the black colorway, it goes up to 3XL, grayed out, but the navy, the the dark blue one, so it's got an ashen slate. That's yep. kind of, I think that's the one that uh, Scotty had on when he won. Right. Yep. Yeah, right. that one goes up to a 4XL. But also and, grayed out. And same thing out. with the washed teal. So maybe they heard you. They're like, hey, you know, I don't want regular player stuff, solids. Give me something flashy and nice. But again, not there. The pink's already out of stock. So sorry, girl, no. dad. You have to wait on that one. Too. That was the one that I was going to get. Well, yeah. I, Go I, I've been looking for a new black one as well, a new black polo just in general. So this would have been this would have been it. But this one, I can already tell by looking at it because this is not going to be stretchy enough for me. Like this is going to – it has the perforated holes, which means it doesn't have any like enough give for myself. It is just going to be like what you get is what you get. So this would have to be the biggest like size that they have for you for myself, which I don't know. It's one of those things where like this is possible that it will now go to a galaxy or to PJ Superstore and I can find it that way, which is always good. But yeah, not not on NDC, which is which is tough because we've been waiting for it, you know. Um, but it's hard when it's like already gone, you know. And- but interesting at PJs, we have seen the topography polo. And yeah. and that one I haven't checked the mix if it's all the recycled fibers or not. It has the perforations. It seems to have a little bit of stretch. I just touched, just a I slight just, amount. It sounds kind of weird, but I just touched it. Uh, I went to a PJ store in Tampa, and I it was there. <laughs> I I bought the Which black one, one? The, top, the white one, and the black one. Topography or or topography one. And it does code. It, I it was looking. Stretch. I went to the Morse code. 
I was looking for the Morse code one at PGA. That's why I went. Yeah. I wanted to see if they did have it. Oh, gummy. And they had that um, Volt Tiger hat, but in a small medium. I was going to get it for you if it was anything oh. bigger. I was going to text you, but it was last year's hat. It's not this year's. No, I know it's not this year, yeah. but I just still had not seen you know, that Volt yeah. like Tiger hat. So um, the, the topography one is a little stretchy. It is. Because it's it's all, a little, but it's not little, enough. It's not enough. And it, the more it won't be enough for one, you. It's not going to stretch at all. Right. But it is it is better than, and this is where I was comparing it to, that camo blade. Yeah, that, the camo blade, I put my whole, my hand through it. it yeah, there's zero like give in that one. The perforation Literally, has 5% give, I'd say. With my hand trying to stretch it out. like, uh, And that's the, just the hard part because like, even then I just bought a polo off of eBay and it's an older style tiger. And it's the one that has like the one stripe. And then they, it was, they were still doing the one stripe down the back. On the which back. I just yeah. love those. Ones. I know. I so know. it was white, all white, simple red stripe. And I was like, this was when they were doing like good stretch with everything. Like good stretch. And I put it on and it's tight and it's no give. And I'm like, what the F? Like, because, because I, I swear this was back when they were doing everything with stretch, like at that same time. And then this was just must have been like the first one that they did without it. And now it's kind of they've gone, you know, without it. So it, it's hard to find them right now. I have to like Tiger needs the, the vapor line is possible. the vapor line is the stretchiest at, at, right now. Yes. And, and it's funny because Tiger used to be the stretchiest and now it's like flipped. So it's tough. Because I like the, I obviously like the tiger ones more, but they also though tiger ones do tend to run a little bit bigger, anyways. Even when they are like tighter, they tend to run just a yes. bigger size or more standard instead of athletic. So, you know, which is why I love wearing those larges now because I get to relive my glory days being a large. But uh, that's not why you called. One of the cool things is that we are all proud NXT owners. Two of us played in them over the weekend, and we're going to give you our first impressions when we come back from this break. And we're back, and welcome back, everybody. Thank you to Anchor, our sponsor. And we've got Keith has a ton of picks that he's got to give us. He's got to give us his thoughts on LIV, on his NXT that he played with, the Byron Nelson. We got a lot of stuff in the back half of this episode. So, Keith, you want to kick it off? We're going to go with the NXT. How did you feel? Finally breaking out the shoe that we were all kind of waiting for. We all kind of got, and then the weather stopped us from playing in it. Uh, I was waiting. I had the white ones in the bag for a while now. And I'm like, you know, I got to save these for my Florida trip tour down there. They won't get dirty. They won't get muddy. You know, it doesn't even rain down there. So it's, I was, I was pumped to wear them. And when I first put them on, it, they felt like they were glued to my feet, like a perfect fit. And, you know, they felt like a better structure and more supportive than the, the first two lines of the infinity tours. Yeah. Um, they do, they just feel better on your foot. Um, I did a lot of walking in them too. And this is the first time I ever warm and they felt fine. The react foam. Great. And the two air pocket bubbles, you don't feel them as much as you think you would like they like on a two seventy, you know, with the big bubble in the back, but the two bubbles in the front, you really didn't notice them and it, it was, you know, it was great. It was great. Cause I didn't want that like extra air cushioning feel like you're bouncing on a trampoline, but I didn't get that at all. I'm uh, I'll give it a 4.7, 4.8, maybe a 5.0. Well, 
4.7. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm just the, the white ones. And I know Matt, you wore the black ones. And then Gumby was hitting the golf ball. <laughs> yeah, we want your rating baby, based on the, the, the color, of the, baby, the color of the baby. And he's getting ready. Look, it's like he's staring down the first hole at a tee shot. He peeks up and looks like he's going to hit the fairway with it. And just hits a bomb. And the ball blows up. And there's a big pink dust cloud, which is awesome. Congrats, Gumby. Thank you. Welcome to the girl club. Very excited. No, I, I, I got to wear them as well. Um, pink and blue is, I think it's, it looks awesome. I'm I'm a I'm a size up up right now like because we we figured out 13 doesn't fit, 14s were sold out until today when Boa showed up in the wide. It's uh, Tuesday. Tuesdays but, are nuts. Uh, yeah, Tuesday drops have been crazy, and but either way, 15 I felt like it's the right white. Like it is big enough, it feels comfortable. I I'm gonna throw inserts in them, and I think that's gonna be just perfect and they felt great there it's it's a different sensation walking in them because of how stiff that bottom is like i'm so used i mean even in a jordan 11 right they have like a stiffer bottom that like that vapor sole kind of thing well in Um, a jordan 11 what you did and it's really interesting so the structure of the jordan 11 and you're not you're kind of on the right track there is a carbon fiber plate inside of a jordan 11 that sits on top of an airbag yeah so it's actually kind of like what they've done if you're a basketball fan the jordan line they've kind of done the flight plate sensation where you put something kind of stiffer on top of the cushioning so that you get this extra bounce here we've got it where it connects the heel to the sole underneath the zoom pod yeah yeah and so it's just it's just a different sensation because it it's very stiff on that bottom it is one plate like a cross the the bottom of it and so that is a little bit different that there's not that much like flex in in that but there's a lot of flex in the rest like the rest of the shoe so um yeah i i, I enjoy it i I'll, I'll say that it's a it's a 3.9 to go up um pending first real round how about that you think uh 14 wide and that boa blue and pink would have been perfect now I feel even worse. I, no, I, no, I don't want to drive the knife in like Boa, to be quite honest. Like, I already had three knives in me. I've from never, times. no, I think what I have is great. To be quite honest, one of my favorite details of the pink and blue is the laces. Like, they are really cool. Um, and so to not have those laces on it would be kind of a bummer with the Boa. Um, I just don't know how I feel about having something like my, my foot's kind of like really tall, anyways. Like, not high arches but high like just profile foot um which is what has been the problem with the 13s is because there's not enough like foot room for for me um and so um i'm not sure how i'd feel about having that boa like on top of that already like pretty like high like part of my foot so um no i I think i'm gonna like the 15s they are gonna be like a little bit like more roomy but my feet swell anyways when i walk so it's fine (laughs) You know. Well, I was super worried because you kept talking about like the different sizes and I've been a pretty solid 13 trending towards a 12 and a half, but they don't make a lot of 12 and a half. So I got to wear them Saturday, play with my brother and uh, we've had tons of rain. Remember we got rained out on Friday. I went to go see Dr. Strange. So now the course is so cart path only. And I'm like, you know what? I, I just don't see any colorway, at least from what I'd seen coming down the pipeline. 
Right. And I'm approaching like my, my 30 days with Dick. So I'm like, oh, I'm really, I was really waiting for Boa. And it's just for me, honestly, it's, I've never really had a shoe with Boa. Hmm. So I'm just kind of like interested in it. And it would be nice if the, you know, the kind of premier shoe, and I keep calling it the premier shoe, but the Victory Tour 2 is actually priced higher. So maybe that's the premier golf shoe because it is spiked. So I'll take back. But either way, I'm playing in it and it's kind of soaked. So I kind of on purpose was like, dead liking it i don't know if you guys know like i wasn't really like trying to like twist or push but i did not slip at all there was like no slippage at all and usually i would slip on the t-box because uh to quote my brother i swing like a donkey so (laughs) you know my my feet usually slip out from under me because i just i'm I'm out of control i'm just too much sometimes for myself you guys have seen this quick swing it's crazy (laughs) either way i thought the pistons actually after all the smack talk we've been doing about spikeless i thought they performed pretty well so when i get out i'll be getting out uh this weekend again i'll definitely be trying to drive through but now i'm a little i'm so mad because here come the boa ones that released on tuesday but then i'm not mad because it comes in wide so it's like we finally get boa and we don't just get boa in the boring white and black we actually get it in the blue and pink so we've got like three legit colorways here and you release it in wide like now i have to also guess like well i want boa because supposedly locks me down but i'm probably not a white so it's just so strange to me uh why they would do that and why you wouldn't have like a normal version and i think they even did that in the victory tour too where if you get it in boa it's only available in wide and it's just it's such a risk and a hassle for people ordering online and again here i am defending brick and mortar but i think that's what's nice about when golf shops have stuff to try on just to verify yeah i agree the only thing that i like about boa is the little extra pink tag Like on the shoe, there's that little pink. Like, so you don't want to return the ones I got you? And no, I don't. I don't, 14, I don't at all. I'm right? just saying, like, that is a cool. That's little what I was worried about when I saw those that, today. That comes on it, you know. Yeah. So, I and I was looking for a bouncier ride like the Infinity Tour. I love bounciness, but I was just fine with this. I actually thought it was just fine. Yeah. I thought it was appropriate. I thought it was pretty good. And for those of you that are wondering. It does not have the extra kind of like very thick pillow pads on the back of the Achilles that Infinity right. Tour did. That was which, a problem for a lot of people because it cut them, it cut the back of the heel up a bunch. And I think even Nike, I mean, I've never really seen this in a product description. It literally says in the beginning, we listened to your feedback on the Infinity Tour and refined it and brought it to life on the Nike Air Zoom Infinity Tour next percent. So oh, yeah. they knew about it, like they knew about it and they adjusted. So I think kudos to them for making those yeah. adjustments, and it's a Are pretty solid. More shoe. to us than Tiger Woods right now, or what's going on with the shoes? <laughs> That's a low blow. Next sir. week will be an interesting week, guys. When we have, we, we, have uh, we might have a guest on for PGA Championship week. We might have a, a PGA Pro on. We'll see um, to kind of help us to through that week, which would be really cool. But. Yeah, we'll see what happens next week. PGA Championship week, we got some uh, fun stuff coming up with all of that and and whatnot. But we're on to Byron. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. What about yeah, Byron Nelson? We'll get to Nelson. What about this LIV golf? Oh boy, getting denied or denying their players. I don't know what that means. I know what does it mean? What what does it mean? Really? Because I think. Yeah, I think ahead, a condition of becoming a P 
PGA Tour member when you get your card is you also give up your likeness and your rights to participate in certain things. You have to like pledge allegiance to the PGA Tour. And that's something, you know, they've had a monopoly on it for a very long time. And, you know, guys, I'm just so torn on this because, again, I think players should have rights. And I think players should be able to maybe organize, form a union, get together. And if they have problems with, you know, Phil said, hey, for the match, I had to pay a million dollars just to, you know, use my likeness in the match. Which you, it sounds pretty crazy, right? Even though he's probably making way more than a million. But if, if you were a person and somebody said, hey, you know, you know, Gumby, you know, you're, you're a graphic designer. And all of a sudden somebody goes, hey, you know what? I want you to go do some graphic design work outside of your company. And I'm going to pay you way more because you're freelancing. But you got to go get, you know, released from your current company. You'd be like, what the heck, man? Like, this is this is me and my talents kind of bringing the, the show to the road. So there's a valid argument to be said there. And the PGA Tour looks a little bad right now because that's what shark and phil were banking on they were saying these guys aren't going to get released now they also look bad because they got a ton of blood money behind them like let's call it what it is and i i love it that brandel shambly i know not everybody's a brandel shambly fan mm-hmm. he's been relentless on this tying the knots all together you know this is there's always been an issue with these events and again i you know a lot of some people don't want to mix politics with sports but sometimes it's just blatant and it's just, it's right there for you. So again, I don't know kind of what the right answer is, but if it gets Sergio Garcia off my TV, go for it. That's the thing that I have is like, at at this point in time, I don't care about the people going over. Like not one big name. Have I said, Oh my God, we're not going to be able to watch them on the PGA tour. No, everyone's like, it's boring old man golf that is going over there and I'm fine with it to just go over there. Like no one's going to watch. I don't watch the, the Euro tour on a Sunday, Saturday morning. Like that's all it just is to me is that it's just not, there's a premier tour and then there's all the tours that feed into it. This is G league. This is like minor league baseball, all of that stuff. This is what this tour will be. And it will just be for old men that can't, cut it anymore and don't want to hang with the young guns on the PGA tour. Like go get your money. Sure. But it seems like also that they need to go get their money because of maybe other issues. Now that we're seeing come to light gambling debts, other things like that. I don't know. That seems the only reason why they would want to go because I just don't understand throwing away a legacy that you already have just for rights. You, I get like rights are important. But, like, you're also now tied to a, like, PJ Tour is tied to a Netflix series where you will be, like, more, like, visible and all that stuff. Like, Drive to Survive has made F1 a hugely popular event in the United States. Look at what just happened in Miami. Like, that was the most watched motorsports race in U.S. history this past weekend. Like, I'm sorry, you don't want that with your new PGA Tour? Yeah, you should have your rights, that your likeness and all that stuff is the same thing that we're dealing with in college sports with NIL, right? 100%. But there's also like some things that you just get that because you are on the PGA Tour. Like there's just perks to it. There's this, there's that. Like it's a give and a take. You know what I mean? Keith, I'll, I'll kick it back to you real quick. But, you know, the last thing is, 
I don't know that the PGA tour players have a union like these other sports have. And one of the things that's been a core at a lot of labor disputes lately, baseball, others, it's always the TV revenue, right? Like, okay, how's the TV revenue split? That's how we get our salary cap. That's, you know, owners, you're taking 55%. We take 45% of the bucket. That's the, where everybody splits. I don't know that the PGA tour has that discussion. And yeah, if you're going to mic me up and put me on a Netflix series, what am I getting for it? Like, what is like, I know the PGA has got some kind of sweetheart deal. They've gotten, I don't know what the details were, but you know, they got paid by whoever's putting on this. So what are you going to pay us when you put us on mics? And by the way, yes, it's a part of your job, but it's like, if it gets me no incremental, why should I do? I hate to sound like that, but you know, does incremental need to be direct payment or can it be? Yes. Hold on. Or can it be larger purses? for the events that you're playing in. Well, isn't that the argument with the PIP also, right? Is like, you're just donating another 10 million to Tiger Woods every year. Does, does Tiger Woods need that $10 million for that PIP? Look, Hey, I love Tiger, but that's a valid argument too, because you could take that $10 million and you could up a corn fairy purse. You could up some other stuff, uh, things like that. Maybe you could take that $10 million and help uplift dudes on other tours that don't have the resources to compete, right? They're struggling. I think that's the cool thing about the stuff Curry League is doing, right? Yeah. Like you could have donated that stuff to do other stuff. Um, but I, I want to hear Keith's thoughts on the, the pre-senior league known as LIV Live, whatever it is. Pre-senior. I I think the PGA is gonna get some backlash, or the players are. You know, I and a lot of people, a lot of fans, they want to see their these guys, they these guys make a living out of what they do, you know, and they're gonna know. They should have the freedom of where they want to play or not. They know what the big majors coming up, and if they qualify for them, they want to play there. No, no matter what. But they want to go make over, you know, these guys that come in twentieth place every now and then. Maybe possibly can go win a golf tournament. Well, I think they can. I, I really do. Um, shit, I might even go try. You know, once I get qualified for the U.S. Open, you know, the next five years. <laughs> After you shoot your 133 on the first yeah. one, I, I mean, on the first nine, I I agree that what I think will will eventually happen is that this will not work, the LIV. However, I think it will force changes to the PGA Tour, and I think there will be a players association that is formed, um, that is their sort of like union, and I do believe that the rights of media and stuff like that will be granted to players to capitalize off of because I know from, you know, we follow foreplay and a couple other things and, and no laying up, right? Like they cannot like use, like there's no highlights can be shown on like Twitter and stuff like that. And that happens with like ACC rights and, and college and all of that stuff. Like schools can't show like Syracuse cannot show a football highlight of a game because it was on ESPN or ACC network or anything like that, because they have the rights to it, not the schools, which that part I have a hard problem with because like half the time these media things have blackouts on the markets. So then you still like, you can't show a highlight. You can't watch the game unless you go to the game. And it's just like, some people can't afford that, you know? So I think that is like the same style where it's like, it like, the content of, of me being shown on TV should at least be given back to me. 
in part you know what i mean and i think like there's better ways to handle it than the way that they're handling it now and that is what will come to light but i don't think anything of a challenge of another league will come to light and like i said if it gets sergio and lee westwood and all these people like off my screen like they're not being shown anyways and i think it's it's they're just not and i feel for them a little bit because they're getting some serious backlash but they've also put themselves into it like sergio's comments the other day during a round i'm sorry but the rules of golf don't change in a different league okay like you'll still have the same ruling that you just got in this other league like three three minutes to search for your ball is the rules of golf that's not a pga tour rule that is the rules of golf rule right now if you're going to change that in the liv you're changing the game of golf which i think is a whole nother bag of fucking you know worms those those three stripes are a little tighter on his head right now so he needs to go see ya I go ahead about Matt. i'm sorry to cut you off no you're good and apparently think- this is just becoming a sergio bash pod <laughs> <laughs> it's been like three straight weeks yeah well i mean hey he did it to himself he brought it up you know and this is like re- repeated behavior but think about this is phil mickelson was enjoying a renaissance in his career and what i mean by that is when it was him versus tiger there was two very clear camps and this is kind of pre-social media you were either a tiger guy or you were a Phil guy, mm-hmm. one or the other, right? And then as they've aged and the young guns showed up, now everybody was kind of rooting for the both of them. And I was always a fan of both because I loved Phil's flair, the short game, the, the aw shucks, I don't care, you know, fig jam, all that stuff. I loved it, right? And now everybody's kind of cool. He's doing the match. He's playing. He They even did a match without Tiger Woods. They, they had him with Aaron Rodgers, Bryson DeChambeau, one of the most like, <laughs> that guy's as exciting as a protein shake, all right? And then they had Aaron Rodgers with him, and it still was fun. They got a great course in Montana, and it was fun. This guy was back, and he was in position to be Arnold Palmer. Like, he was in position. He, he had the majors. He kind of had some branding. He had, had Ryder Cup stuff, too. That was People love Big Tip and Phil, all this stuff, right? And then you go and do something like this and it's going to follow you for the rest of your career. Now, to what extent it weighs you down? We'll see, right? We'll, we'll see what, you know, if he apologizes and he comes back, I'm with Rory. Everybody can always be redeemed. You know, he yeah. could come out and say like, PGA look, is going to be a shit show. Like, but yeah, trying to justify it that like you're fighting for players rights and stuff like that. It, it, it's not, it's not jiving. Like it's not playing. And I'll tell you a quick hockey story here in Chicago is one of the reasons I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan is that growing up, the Blackhawks had gone to two Stanley Cup finals. They had played the Pittsburgh Penguins. They had lost, by the way, they lost to Yaramir Yager and Mario Lemieux. They did not lose to any punks. They lost to two all-time great legends. They had a great team with Jeremy Rona, Chris Chelius, Ed Belfort, right? And the team gets broken up. Oh, and by the way, did I care that the team got broken up? A little bit. But it also forced me to be a Red Wings fan because guess what? I could get Red Wings games on ESPN. Because the old owner, Dollar Bill Wirtz, was so against media. 
He said, I am not broadcasting home games. I'm keeping them on satellite TV only. I will not publicly broadcast them, which, by the way, one of the reasons the entire country is full of Chicago Cubs fans, WGN, world's greatest network. You could see it anywhere. That's why you have Cub fans from here to forever for a Mm -hmm. team that hasn't won from here to forever. All right. Restricting media and highlights and stuff like that. Not a good play. It's just not a good play. Take a look at the NBA. You could jump on Twitter and see dunk after dunk after alley-oop after alley-oop. NBA Twitter is fantastic, and I'm a huge basketball fan. Yeah. And hockey's slowly getting there, yeah. and I think golf needs to get with the times. That's just uh, the interesting on the media thing, thing is they don't have a – LA. the league does not have media rights in a traditional sense of uh, NBC, CBS, ESPN, Fox. Like – no one's touching them right now from those bigger things with a 10-foot pole. However, that opens the door for someone like an Amazon. It opens the door for someone like a YouTube, I've heard. Like, so, and that part to me is very interesting because I don't know how you monetize off that other than just ads, which I know ads run the friggin' world. Trust me, I work for a company that they have to place ads on websites, you know? So, um, but that to me seems messy like tom brady just got 325 million dollars to be a broadcaster in maybe two years like i i'm tv rights are we are nuts yeah and so i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know where they think that they're gonna broadcast it that you can watch it if you even wanted to watch it like i just I just don't know. So that's LIV. It's interesting. I had to get you guys going a little bit. You did. You did. I think that was a good discussion. But Byron Nelson this week, we've got a couple of Mikey boys in the field. Uh, Keith, who is your – by the way, can we just talk about, unfortunately, Jason Day last week? Ugh, I picked Jason. And I don't know if it was the weather or whatever happened, but it – I texted the boys. I was like, should I cash out? He, I had 165 bucks. I could have cashed out because he was leading after the second round. And I was like, no, I'm going to let it ride. No one's chasing him down. No, the only person chasing him down is himself, unfortunately. And so um, I'm like tempted to go right back to Jason Day this week. Really, I am. But I don't know yet. I don't know. So well, Keith, uh, I'll get it out of the way. Run us down. Run us down who we got in the field and and what you're looking who you're looking for. So what I got, I got Day, Champ, Fleetwood, Brooks. Small, small, well, a lot, of, a lot a, of big nine. Big there's nine another guy in the field, names. by the way. There's Alex Norton. Right? Yeah, there's another guy. Mr. Masters Champ is Sheffler. Yes, exactly. So, Keith, who are you going with with our small field of of Nike guys? I'm going to go with Tommy Fleetwood. He had a couple weeks off from when he last played. I think he's going to get a little pumped up for the PGA next week, and then he's going to, you know, he's going to shine this week at the Byron. I'm going Tommy. I like that pick. I thought about that pick. My other thought is I like Brooksy this week as a tune-up for the BGA. I do. Um, but I'm going Scheffler. Texas boy back home. I'm going Scheffler. I'm going to make it five. 
five wins this year. Uh, Because Scheffler's got the good story, too, because Byron Nelson has the record for most wins in a season. Scheffler just needs to win 14 more times, I think. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, he can do it. Today, too, that stat. That's unreal. Which is Scheffler, uh, that's a a risky pick from my end because we don't see it very often where someone, I believe this will be his first um, after the Masters. I don't believe he played Harbortown. I don't know if he's played another one. I don't think he has. So this is his first tournament at being Masters champ, which we don't see pay out very often. Um, But I also think he's going to tune up for next right now. Yeah, so well, and I just think he knows Texas. He knows how to play in the Texas wind and anything that can come down there. Um, I think it is close to his um, club that he is a member at. So I'm just gonna go Scheffler, Texas. Good pick, Reiki. You guys, man, you took fairway, Jesus. I, I really rooting for him because I would love for him to win because of the whole PGA status and all that. Me too. Um, Jason day, I feel for, I feel like Jason's always had like small back issues. Right. So maybe like that day in the wind and the rain kind of held him back. So he might've been a good pick. Cameron champ has been playing super well. He has really, really well. I just don't know that Byron Nelson is a place where you can overpower folks. Right. Like I I thought, you know, I picked him obviously down in Mexico because I thought he could overpower the course and he came close, but Finau stole it at the last second from me, or I'd be looking really good but by the way can we talk about rory mcelroy winning me a point whole point actor rory for the win for matt there as always so uh, sneaking in a couple wins i was gonna go scotty i was feeling scotty here but uh i gotta i gotta catch up ground so i can't do all three so i'm going brooksy oh i like it i like he's ready he's ready he's rested up the knee Oh, and by the way, I don't want to go Scotty because of because of betting wise. I want to make some money if I do bet it, but I'll bet Scotty. I might bet someone else. I might bet like a Jason. He's going up at at 5,000. Let's see. Brooksy is 31 and Fairway Jesus. Brooks has been quiet. I know he hasn't been playing, but 65 for Tommy. Everywhere. So if we if Tommy does go off, that would that would pay out pretty nice, which would be good. What's Tommy again? 65. Wow. Wolfie's 9,000 played well last week. That was Who? your who's brother, that? Matt Wolf. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, great to see him. That was awesome. You know, we we talked about him a little bit, and I'm not saying we motivated him, but it was great to see him in the mix there. Yeah. Oh, and lastly, congratulations to the Thunder Bear. Former Nike Thorben Olsen kind of getting back on uh, on track with everything after his his uh, problems. Um, signing with TaylorMade and then winning the British Masters, I believe, right um, last week. So he's not with Nike anymore, unfortunately. But always, uh, I'm I was I'm always a fan of Thunder Bear when he was with us, and so uh, good to see him kind of get back on the on the horse there. Speaking of equipment updates, Rory re-upped with TaylorMade, and I didn't want to tell you this before you pick Scotty. He donated the 60-degree Vokey Wedge because he was still using Vokey Wedges when he won the Masters. So apparently his 60-degree got donated to a museum. That uh, everyone from that wins the Masters has to give a club up for okay. the, the for Augusta. And so he did. He said the groups were uh, were pretty worn on that one. So 
um, which is cool. But yeah, so those are our picks. Um, I think that's our episode, boys, right? This was a good one, quick one. Uh, Matt's going to tell me what the title is, so you guys will know that by after clicking on this, you'll know the title. I'm so bad at making them sometimes. And uh, yeah, we you hope that you know, guys enjoy. Man, I text you all the time. You're like, hey, put it this next morning. It's them. never what never. we text you. <laughs> they have to be catchy. Um, so we might up the, the quality on these a little bit. We might put some timestamps on the topics that we put in. I've seen some people do that. And then we also um, may finally do a video one as well. We're thinking about PGA Championship Week, at least getting something together. And then, um, like we said, we may have a special guest. I know we've teased 847 Customs coming on, and some of you have bought the ball markers, which was really awesome and, and super supportive um, for us. So we really appreciate that. Uh, maybe another uh, limited run coming from 847 and get him on the podcast. He's just been super busy with some of his stuff. And so we will see him after the PGA championship, Blake Sledge, Blake Sledge, maybe coming back um, for another interview. Nick is always going to come back for another interview as well. Um, we might have some others down the line. So we've got some really cool stuff coming up. Summer is going to be awesome for the Swoosh Life podcast. Um, we know we have some a way to embroider some stuff. So we not, you might see some stuff in the future. We might see some head covers coming down the line. There's a lot of cool things that we can do, and we're super excited to bring it to you guys if you want it. And again, if you do want it, then become a supporter of the podcast, anchor.fm slash the Swoosh Life podcast slash support. Um, because as our supporters do know, they got early access and a better, slightly better price on those ball markers, which is really cool. So it does pay off to be a supporter and it does help us bring you guys these things, which is really cool. So we know there's about a hundred of you out there, unique listeners. Tell your friends, tell your family, get someone else to listen to it. Tell your golf buddies, play it at league, all of the above. Like we love to hear your feedback, your comments, all of that stuff. And, um, yeah, we're at episode 30, 15. We have now surpassed last season or tied last season, and uh, we can't wait to keep moving this forward um, in season two. So we appreciate your support. Boys, any last uh, questions, comments, concerns, final wrap-ups? Tuesdays are the hot spots on Nike.com. Yeah, NDC Tuesdays. That's going to be the new thing. And I'm glad we're all getting a good uh, get out and play some golf finally. Weather's changing, finally. 80 degrees here this week. I'm going to roast at Golf League. I brought it up from Florida for you guys, so let's go. Love it. Oh, lastly, I forgot that I bought new shoes this week. I bought the Go Fly Ease shoes, and if you haven't seen these bad boys, they are awesome. They are the ones that are no laces. They sort of pop open. You slide your foot in. You step down. It snaps right to your foot. I, I love them. I am so lazy at tying shoes that I love these damn shoes. True so. to size? Uh, yeah, I a little tight, but they don't make a 14. But they they fit well, and they stretch pretty well out. So um, so I actually got a 13 in them, and they're great. So I wore them all day today. I'm wearing tomorrow. Um, they're super fun. So that was my last thing. I totally forgot about that. And, by the way, I've never seen the blue box. It came in like a baby blue Nike box, which I think is just like – had we done had a boy gender or something like that, it would have been different, but I've never seen the blue. So um, that's kind of like a little funny strike that they have blue boxes. Like they have 
orange, red, and now apparently blue and black with with Jordan. So uh, that's it, boys. Remember, become a supporter. Switch Life Podcast. Um, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, not Twitter. We don't have a Twitter. Instagram. Email. Uh, apparently, people have been emailing us. So, and uh, yeah, we'll get at you next time. So. For the Switch Life Podcast, I've been Gumby. That's been Lynn. Nope, that's not Lynn. That's my wife. That's I'm reading the wrong names. Oh my goodness. I might have to edit that. That's it. We're out of here. Lynn's upstairs. Leave it in. Leave it in. Yeah. Peace. You guys know. Hi, Lynn. Love you. Thanks, babe. And um, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at the Swoosh Life Podcast to stay up to date on all things swoosh. And if you have any questions, comments, or business inquiries, please email us at the Swoosh Life Podcast at gmail.com. And lastly, give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash the Swoosh Life backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes, yeah, that's what I like, yeah. that's what we like, yeah.